podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week is Logan. Hey. And Curls. Hey, what's going on? So, I guess we're going to jump into what we've been playing. Logan, you want to start us off? I didn't have a lot of chance to play a lot of video games this week because my province is burning down. So yeah, I saw the pictures. Yeah, and it it was crazy and and i can't i can't exaggerate this enough and it still be literally like exactly what happened but i'm talking like flaming bits of trees were falling um so we of course we're metric so we're like a kilometer so let's say um three quarters of a mile radius away from the fire and flaming bits are still dropping on you it is wild like so i was actually camping from from uh thursday on and the campsite is about Oh, probably 30 miles, maybe 25 miles away from uh, the massive fire that's doing all this damage. And it was, it looked like pollen in the air, uh, but it was ash from the fire. And every once in a while, you'd see something black fall, a little tiny thing, and they're all burnt pine needles. So uh, forest fires, wildfires have six different rankings, one, two, three, four, five, six. And we're at um, rank five, but then we got a windstorm that whipped up and it bumped it up to rank six and rank six is like everyone just stops what they're doing and runs because they don't know where that fire is going and it's going to go wherever it wants to real fast like like fire tornado kind of freaky ass shit and so we're we're watching uh we're, we're watching the people um in in town here we're watching across the lake the lake is about uh a mile a mile and a bit uh wide and they can just see this fire just flying down the side of this mountain and all of a sudden after like three hours of just watching it come down the wind changed just a little bit and then pushed it away from all the houses and so the entire city we're talking like 50 40 50 thousand people on evacuation alert and we're off camping so we're like uh should we go home do we need anything there because we're kind of already evacuated here so the next day though we got a bit of rain two millimeters but it was just enough to get them uh, a head start on getting some more guards in place. So as of now, I'm no longer on alert, but the fire is still going wild, and the weather forecast isn't helping at all for the next week at least. So it might spark back up. So it's back down to a Category 4, um, which is better than it was, but still... It, it's, it's like you hear all those um all the news from california you really just don't understand how bad it is until you're like close enough to it this is i've lived here for 13 years and there's never been a fire around the area that's been of concern and this year alone um in the span of six weeks there's been three fires that have been hugely uh, affecting the town like hey do we need to evacuate 50,000 people and it's it's like not just you know, you have these epiphanies like, oh yeah, so I'll just grab this, that, and the other thing. We'll go, you know, I don't know, we'll go on vacation for a month or so and just pray that we have a house to come back to. But we're talking like a hospital of a thousand or so people, like doctors, nurses, patients. What do you do? You can't really transport everyone. Like a lot of them, you can't move. That's just wild. Like, and you're like, holy smokes. So I see Greenville, California, uh, population 800, that burned to the ground. Um, because of the Dixie wildfire. So I'm like, I'm just aghast. Like, well, yeah, like people will think like, oh, well, the fire fire department, they'll stop it. Like they won't let the, the town burn down. They don't got a choice. Like when it's that bad, it's like, it's just 
like out of control because it's literally raining fire on top of you. So where do you start? So, like I said though, right now it's good. Uh, my house is a little bit black, um, not like huge black, but it definitely is tinted gray right now. Uh, my windows are all plastered with um, a very gray uh, mush because all the when the windstorm booked up, it slammed all the ash against their windows and then with a little bit of rain we had made it a nice little paste and just plastered it all there so that's great yeah that cleanup's gonna be fun that is oh. nuts it is it's, it's wild um but on the on the on the gaming front before all this started i gave up on jedi fallen order i i played it i tried it and i said no it is not for me i i want i want loot i want better progression i, di I didn't even like the um the skill point, uh, the, the skill tree. I, it, it wasn't of interest to me. Like, nothing was like, oh, I can't wait to get to, oh, I can't wait to see how this is, oh, I can't wait. No. So, picked up the uh, PS5 and I started playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 on that, uh, this, the campaign. And I'm like, yeah, this is way, way, way better. Everything, and it's weird, like, games are so personal because everything from the color palette they were using. But I was like, I find Jedi Fallen Order is a bit, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not bright, so mundane, like just- Muted? Very yeah, muted exactly, yeah, a, a bit muted, right? Um, but, you know, Fallen Order I find is quite bright. And the missions, very uh, different from time to time. So you, you've got your land, you've got your uh, recon, and then you've got your space battles too. Uh, and I was in their uh, the Star Wars uh, Tie Fighter, uh, whatever that um, fighter game was, like five or six years ago. That actually ended up getting shelved. But playing that again totally reminded me of it. And and I'm sure they've got a ton of that code uh, stuck in there. And it was it was awesome. I had a hugely good time in it. So I might play a little bit more tonight after this. Yeah. Um. Did Did you like uh, Dark Souls? Not yet. I've only played literally 30 minutes of it, got to the first boss, died 10 times, and shut it off. Okay, because um, um, Fallen Order was supposed to be like Dark Souls Super Light. So I, I was kind of wondering if that was, you know, that style of play will, you know, might have had anything to do with I with maybe but at least i know in dark souls you you collect gear and loot and you gear up right um i don't know because i didn't make it very far because <laughs> uh the game on the first game it, it trolls you with this big uh fucking monster that you're supposed to run past but nobody tells you any mechanics or anything and you don't even know that the little cutout is there until you google it you know so yeah that was about as far as i made in dark souls I'm not supposed to play uh, fight the first boss in Dark Souls, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk up that tower and then you run in that hole and then there's a, a big, a big uh, look like a toad monster or whatever the hell. You're supposed to run past it. Oh, that's that's good to know. Good job, Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess I don't like Dark Souls. Yeah, I'm I'm cool on it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I was just kind of wondering if, if that, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I don't know. See, I have watched other people play Dark Souls who are good at it. And to me, there are still 
more redeeming qualities of it because like i said loot um i think spending your souls to advance your characters a bit more i like i said i didn't even like the skill tree in, in jedi there's no skills that i wanted to get better at i I was like, uh, shut it off. But I'm going back to that that four hour rule. I'll play a game for four hours to figure out if I like it or not. And if I don't like it, then I've got too many other games to to, to dig into. So I'm going back to to Battlefront Two, and I'm going to give that a go. Yeah. So far, so good. Nice. Caroline, what's been up with you? Um, for me, it's just been a little bit of Final Fantasy VII. I'm still kind of trolling my way through it. And uh, I played a little bit of Forza 7 on the PC earlier. Um, and finally, uh, the hell is Google talking about? Hold on. <laughs> Google's getting all up in your business. Yeah, yeah. And then lastly, I finally got ex um, invited to the uh, the PlayStation 5 Beta 2.0 that adds the SSD uh uh, access. I don't know what that means. Well, um, the, the PlayStation 5 has a slot for a M2 SSD mm -hmm. to go in, as long as it's a certain uh, spec and speed and all this other kind of stuff. And currently, you know, it, it was disabled up until now, and there's a, a beta firmware that you have to sign up to get access to oh, okay. in order to, to turn it on. So um, I, I had an SSD already that fit the spec and I just had to buy a a a, a, a little inexpensive heatsink kit you know to help keep it cool and uh it works pretty good like I'm 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 it, it it's just as fast or faster than the internal storage on the uh on the PlayStation 5 itself I mean you know that was supposed to be some super high speed SSD so it's yeah. uh, I'm impressed with it so far it was it a pain to get to Nope. Um, the 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 side with where your disc slot is, uh, th that's the side that has to come off, and uh, you uh, you kind of lift up and then slide it down, and then the SSD slot is right there. Uh, it's just a little plate that you need to take off with the uh, with a Phillips head, small Phillips head. Okay. And you slide the new drive in. Uh, that's of spec. And first time you turn it on, it'll be like, hey, there's an M2. You want to format it? You say yes, and boom, you have more PlayStation 5 storage space. That sounds wicked. I thought it was a little bit more difficult that you had to go in and start removing uh, heat sinks and crap. Uh, no, mm -mm. it's just that little plate. Now, um, I, I want to say that you only get 15 millimeters in height um, on the uh, for the, the drive and the heat sink included, but... Um, that there's there's quite a few out there that already fit that bill. Uh, you know, if you search around, you'll find a list on Reddit and whatnot. But uh, yeah, the, the, the one that I had was one that isn't on that on that list, but it's fast enough, so I bought a heatsink and added it to it. And yeah, nice. Now I was literally looking this up and I was trying to find it here. I thought Near Automata was added to the PS Plus freebies. It's on PS now. I. Uh, oh no! I'm, I'm thinking. I saw news. I was like, "Near Replicant went on sale," but it's for a console, and I can't remember which one. I got excited for a second. You yeah, need to play I got, Automata. 
Yeah, I got rid of my PS now because I just I wasn't getting the use out of it. I played a bit of the original God of War, but I did not. Um, I wasn't using it enough to really justify it, so I'm like, oh, let's save a couple bucks. But I guess for the for the price of that, I can you know play all all the way through because it's there until November, I think. Mm, yeah, this sounds about right. Now I'm getting all distracted because I forgot to claim my August games, so I gotta go get them. Oh, you guys can't see. Yoink. Oh. <laughs> nice. Because I, I was looking for a near because I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Because I was so excited and I'm like, oh. World tennis? Nice one, guys. Not. Not my cup of tea. All right, Whitney, what have you been playing? Uh, it's not a whole lot this week. It's kind of been a week. But um, in between time... I found Splitgate to be pretty relaxing to a degree <laughs> until I get frustrated with myself. Um, that game popped off. It did. It really did. Wow. It's it. I enjoy it a lot. I'm I'm pretty bad at shooters, but I enjoy it. Sometimes I feel like I'll have all the modes selected and I'll only get one mode over and over again, and that gets a little frustrating. But you can select and deselect modes. So that's an easy fix. But um, they fixed the queue times on the servers. Yeah, I saw that. To, like, they are good at communicating. Holy crap. They are. They really are. My son was so mad. <laughs> As we're literally driving out camping, I'm telling him the news. I'm like, oh, it looks like Splitgate fixed oh, all their uh, server to wait, wait times. It's like, God damn it, That's Dad. so mean. Why would you do that? <laughs> then again, jokes. why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's right. Um, so yeah, I've been really enjoying that. And then Final Fantasy XIV on the side, trying to get all caught up with the MSQ and um, working on an alt on a different data center to get that to 80 and the MSQ all done before Endwalker and so I could play with friends. So that's been kind of it for me in my week. But uh, forgot to do it earlier, but hello, Jerry Gamer, Driz. Thor, um, I hope y'all have been having a fantastic week. But on to the news. So, this is kind of a lot all summed up into one, like, one thing. I don't know where to start with it, but I guess let's start with the investor call for Blizzard. Yeah, the investors I don't think are happy. And part of me, I don't, I don't want to call it trolling, because it's not trolling, but it's definitely... Uh, calling them out at every opportunity that they can for their behavior and the impact. So I didn't even put up this article. Uh, there's a lawsuit now. A the, another one? Yeah, so the, the shareholders are suing uh, Blizzard for um, for the, the crap they've done, saying it's cost us money. So yeah, maybe I'll get some bucks back for that because their stock price tanked. Mm. Huge. Well, that's kind of no surprise that that was going to happen. Oh yeah, I'm just. Oh, it's come back uh, a fair amount now. But oh, man. Yeah. I, I would say but, give it about another month, and it'll probably be back up to what it was before. That seems to be how long it takes for people to forget stuff. So. It's pretty bang on, yeah. Um, yeah. So they were they were calling them out on you know hey, obviously this is a big distraction. Obviously there's going to be impacts. What do you have to say about that? And so I guess we're going to combine a, a bunch of news here. So 
who was it that stepped down? What was his name? Um, it wasn't um, Bobby. It was, it um, was... Um, Jay Allen Brack. Yes. So he stepped down, and in his stead... Okay, so we have to be specific here, because I think some of the devil's in the detail. Mike Yabara and Jen O'Neill will co-lead Blizzard moving forward, so they've been doing that. Now, Jay Allen Brack, uh, he was... Oh, what is his title? Come on now. Jay Allen Brack. He was the CEO, wasn't he? He is the president. So he's the president. Bobby Kotek is the CEO. Yes, yes. So uh, Jen and Mike, though, are not getting the title of president at all. It is only saying they will co-lead Blizzard moving forward. And I think mm. that is very, very clear. And I think it's very indicative that there are still some serious problems and some serious shit going on over there because they will not blame them as... So it's, it's well. And we were having this discussion before we started that uh, did Bobby step down or not? And I was saying, I don't think Bobby stepped down because Bobby is, is fighting tooth and nail to maintain his CEO status. I don't think he, he'll go silently into that still night. So during the uh, investor call... Mike didn't even talk at all. In fact, Jen at one point was speaking for Mike, which blew my mind. I'm like, that's that's kind of weird for you to say. So the question was, um, you know, uh, I'm gonna now just read it. Oh, I'll read it quickly. I'm sure morale is low. I'm just curious how Mike and Jen plan to rekindle the pride that Blizzard had been known for and rebuild that morale. But also at the same time, as you listen to everyone's stories and experience, make the necessary changes. How does that not affect production going forward? So Jen jumps in and she says, first of all, there's nothing more important to me than our people. And I know Mike, who is partnering with me to lead Blizzard, feels exactly the same way. And right, that to me is a huge red flag because I would never, ever, ever speak for someone. At the very least, I would, I might say that and go, Mike, and then give Mike the floor to say yes and elaborate a bit, but there's no way I wouldn't. So I think like, I'm glad I sold all my stocks because to me, I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on because if you're co-leading and you're on an investor call, I should hear from both of you at all times. Yeah, I agree with that. So it, I, it's uh, that's uh, pretty interesting. I don't know if they're going to come out of this. It's going to be a hard one to come out of. Um, I, I know I got my news a little bit mixed up because I feel like something happened with Bobby Kotick this past week and I think it was because people blew up about his tone like the tone deaf response he had to everything and I just like his response to everything it's just kind of been on par like the whole mobile thing the whole LGBTQ plus thing just I I feel yeah. like Blizzard is kind of in need of a really major overhaul if it's going to gain any sort of trust back um, I don't feel I feel like Bobby Kotick is kind of pushed that frat boy culture a little bit um and i i just feel like his response to things has been real things have, have been really weak and it, like everybody says tone deaf and he's obviously not listening this has been something that has popped up time and time again and it doesn't matter if it happens at your studio if it happens at another studio then maybe you need to take a look in-house because this is a whole gaming culture thing and it, 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 it's just it's a it's a lack of leadership from them and then now yeah. they're 
claiming no responsibility when they're the leaders. It's it. I, I just, I, I am, I am absolutely speechless. I'm just aghast. You know, first the, the, the suit from the state of California and now the class action from the investors. So all your stockholders, what are you going to do? Like you can clean house. I, the only the only people I haven't heard uh, heard from I haven't yet heard from are are the board members, and what they're saying and what they've been doing and what their role in all of this is right, because obviously you hold the leaders of the company accountable, but the CEO is still accountable to your board, so there's always the chain of command going up. So then, what's happening with the board member? And I don't know, but man, it is it. it it is wild. I, it's like they look back at 2020 and all the COVID crap and they're like, oh, hey, we can upstage that. Hold my beer. Hey, we're going to get sued by the state of California and our shareholders all at the same time. Good job, guys. Good job. Well, all this has also led to Coca-Cola and State Farm pulling away as, over, as an Overwatch League sponsorship. Pull that ripcord and GTFO out of that burning building. It is a cluster. So I, I feel bad for um, the players, right? They so also without, lost T-Mobile. I'm sorry. They also lost T-Mobile. Yeah. Without the sponsors, obviously the league will not fare well. Uh, it's in danger of folding. But you know these these and you got to imagine like T-Mobile and and Coca-Cola, they're kind of big, eh? So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially that Coca-Cola one, that I that blew up all over Twitter, and it's really unfortunate. I do feel bad for the players that. Uh, yeah. But it is what's going to end up happening is just like what happened with um, Heroes of the Storm. It's just going to eventually kind of die out and blow into the wind. It's really unfortunate because I do enjoy, or I did enjoy the Overwatch, like watching it, the league. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes me back to my my earlier statement that they're they're not going to come out of this. How do you come out with Overwatch two if your Overwatch one league falls and crumbles? I don't even know why they have an Overwatch two. I still don't understand why they're making an Overwatch two. It's twice as good as the first. <laughs> I just I just don't get it. I'm like, oh, all that time, all that resource, you could have just built on top of Overwatch, I suppose. Well, not really, because, but still, I just, I don't know. It, that's me. Um, like, it, it's funny, you're right. Like, they're doing Overwatch 2, and when asked about Diablo, they will only talk about Immortal. Oh, yeah, and they're, they're trying to push that out as quick as possible. And we know what happens with Blizzard when they do that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh... Nobody, nobody wants to hear about Immortal. I'm, I'm sure it will be fine, and I'm sure I'll make some money. But that's not where, how Blizzard got to be where it is today, right? It got to be by creating a fan base that supports it, and they have systematically dismantled that entire fan base, up and down, like done. That's it. Yeah, I've always thought Blizzard was overrated anyway. Um... And it is because of the diehard support that they, um, quote unquote, give. But you don't realize that you're paying for a product that's supposed to be service. So I I never understood that. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, they do like 
they make games that people like and I get that part but the the, the rampant you know fanboyism has always kind of left me puzzled but eh, I digress I... no for me it, it it was always a name synonymous with excitement like oh Blizzard's gonna do it I can't wait right like their first misstep to me was tiny was coming out with Starcraft 2 and so many different parts and pieces just to to get a bit more money but when it arrived it was still excellent all three pieces made sense and all three pieces on their own made, i'm like yeah it's still so for me it still was like yeah no this was worth it this was worthwhile i still got value in this but ever since that like their name hasn't been worth crap for me i, I used to be a bit of a fanboy with blizzard but this was way back like pre-cataclysm um, and I kind of really got big into World of Warcraft because I could get online and I could play with my family. I was in the military, um, so it was really nice for me to connect. But more than that, like I started to fall in love with the story. I started to read the books. Like, Arth like thinking about some of the um, parts in the book, Arthas, uh, still make me tear up and cry because this the story <laughs> and the lore used to be so good. It's so it used to be amazing. Um, and I'll even give it to them. The Shattering was, was a darn good book. But now, like, I read Illidan, and I'm just like, oh, this hurts my head. Um, they just kind of, they really stopped uh, caring. The money became more important. And yes, money is important. But at the same time, you're not going to keep the money if you let the quality drop. Um, unless you sell your soul to the devil, which is what I feel like it's become. Yeah. But, you know. Well, you you know, as as soon as soon as that they combined with Activision, everybody was like, "Oh hell, here we go!" Oh, how yeah. long do you think it'll take? I don't know. How long do you think it'll take? <laughs> and uh, here we are. So yeah, I guess you know. That started to be the real down, like downfall. It started spiraling really bad then, and it's just it's really unfortunate. It just I'm in love with the Blizzard that once was. So. Yep. I, I'm I'm googling their uh, their WoW player count because I was trying to find out when it was that like I really got into uh, them as an investor because I remember I was watching their WoW player count and just doing the simple math going holy crap they're really raking it in and that's when I started really getting into investing was through um, Blizzard because they had huge dividends just solely based upon uh, their WoW subscriptions and it was it was insane. Um, but then they started hiding those numbers because it really started to drop. And that's where they try to, like, bring out WoW Classic. They, they try to pull on your heartstrings that way, like, oh, let's give them WoW Classic. And that will bring back those old people that want that old nostalgia in the WoW that once was. Um, and that can only work for so long. Sure, you can go into the Burning Crusade, but I'm not going to go back into the game and waste my time anymore. I'm not. I remember now, it was about 12 years ago in about 2009 I think uh, yes, when like, they had like it was like between what 10 and 14 million something like that subscribers and you just do simple math on what a yearly subscription or even monthly subscription and you're like they're making like a quarter billion dollars every month mm -hmm. or every quarter I couldn't remember what it was but yeah and then all the way down I stopped following the numbers after they hit 7 on the downside after Mists of Pandaria I think it was I keep, I it, I dislike that expansion so much that I keep forgetting it existed. 
<laughs> what should we do to revitalize? Wow, let's give them pandas. It it, it would have worked. It would have worked. There was just parts of that expansion that I just disliked so much. They made so many changes that just didn't settle well with me. Yeah. Um. But next on the news, back for blood beta Did this any weekend. You guys, get in. Did you play it? Did you I get in? I didn't know it was a thing. I can't get up to. Oh, my cat's on my keyboard. Guys, please. <laughs> I'm trying it to bring up the, the news. The next installment of uh, Left for Dead. What? It's the new and improved Left for Dead. So oh, this really? was, yeah, it was the opening beta weekend. Uh, we chatted about this a while back, and I can't remember. I saw the trailer, and I was just like, yeah, I want to see that. Uh, was that one of the Gamescon things? And I obviously I wasn't around to play it this weekend. My, my friends got in. They're like, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good time had by all. Um, but I was wondering if you guys got in and had any impressions on it. No, I would have totally played it. I love me a zombie game. Yeah, I haven't played it either. Yeah, I mean, I Left 4 no Dead was a staple in our land games. Like, it was such a good game. So much fun. Oh, yes. Oh, and on the 9th. Uh, it will start again on the 12th. So I will keep that in mind. Maybe I'll get in tonight. I'll just test it out. We'll see. Oh, wait. No, it's on. Oh. It's almost the 9th. I thought... Tomorrow's the 9th. Yeah, I keep thinking it's the 11th. Uh, so EA investor call. Think of Battlefield as a service. EA CEO Andrew Wilson told investors, "You should think of Battlefield as a service, indicating the direction of the popular first-person multiplayer shooter will take with the upcoming 20 Battlefield 2042." So oh, they're great. Another as a service thing. Uh -huh. That that doesn't go over well with me as as an investor and a player. They were getting questioned about um, the uh, the cadence of their releases. Are they going to keep doing it every couple years? And I was like, well, think of it as a service with uh, timely updates. So it doesn't bode well. I mean, the game looked fun, and yeah, I'll probably play it. Uh, my son will most definitely play it. But uh, when you start referring to games as a service, I start to get my, my backup because I ain't having no part of that. I say that, uh, and then in the next article, we're going to talk about how awesome uh, Xbox Ultimate Game Pass is, <laughs> which, which is gaming as a service, right? But that that's a kind of service. When, when you look at Battlefield, you think of it as a game, not as a service. Yeah. It's just makes me happy well, I don't you... play any Battlefield games. Yeah, but it's still the same concept, though. You can only play it so long as you're paying for it which is the same as Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, right? Lots of value, lots of great games, but you can only play it uh, so long as you pay. Um, which is... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, let me bring up this other article since we're kind of blending the two together. Oh, the X, yeah, I know. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 you're totally fine. Um, but that that's like the polar opposite to good old games. Good old games is all about removing DRM. They have your dedicated download where you can download your 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 total install base so you can have a local copy of everything you need to play that game mm -hmm. so regardless of good old games being online or not so long as you've got that you are free to go right the death of physical media um is a bane for the existence of games i'm trying to pull an example out of my hat 
uh, that we just recently spoke about for uh, Forza, Horizon, um, Forza Horizon, right? They're removing it. So Forza Seven. That's it. Yes, Forza Seven, right? I believe. And it was seven. who's to say like um, all these all of these licensing issues where games suddenly disappear from um, from their platforms? Like Deadpool disappeared for a long time uh, because of licensing issues. Uh, we spoke about a couple others recently uh, on Good Old Games that were getting pulled. Like, man, you got to make sure you you have your your backup copies local, and you get those backup copies backed up. This makes, just, as a service, sucks. It makes me um, kind of think, what would happen to Steam? Like all the games on Steam, if that just one day imploded on itself? Yeah, Steam just shuts up, shuts the stores one day. If cryptocurrency scams taught me anything, it's that at any given time, any time, they can just go boop and shut it entirely off, and you are done. You have absolutely no recourse. But because you're paying, because it's not a game pass, can if you if I were to back up and save those games, and Steam imploded, would I still be able to load and play those games? No. Uh, that's generalize. I'll generalize an answer and say no, because it will still uh, check online servers to see if you're allowed to play. So the DRMs do online checks, and if those online checks aren't uh, active, then no. We chatted about this. Oh my gosh, it must have been a year ago how people were trying to patch out those DRM checks uh, to allow the continuation of some game that eludes me right now because they shut off all the servers. But it still had a big player base. Like City of Heroes is a great example. City of Heroes uh, was an online uh, an MMO, right? They shut down the servers, but it was hugely popular. And so people thankfully somehow got uh, enough of the source code that they were able to keep it running on the side on a private server. Um, and without that, you know, all that money that you ever sunk in the City of Heroes, gone, right? As a service, sorry, service is over. I'd be so mad. Yeah, I, I kind of remember that too. Yeah. Um, does anyone's the Pixel Remasters don't have the bonus content uh, from the GAB releases, though, which is disappointing. I don't know what that's referring to there, Driz. Oh, let me look. Um, I think he's answering uh, Jerry, who has oh, been okay. playing through the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. Uh, and I asked Jerry how he liked it. He said um, they do have a few technical issues, but nothing serious. But this um, Game Pass, Grand Theft Auto Five will leave. Game Pass is awesome. If you want value, it's if you want value without ownership. Game Pass, I've said it so many times. So coming in August, Hades, Gate through Skate 3, Catamaria are all coming. And Hades was a game of the year, right? Like, I still have not finished it, but I enjoyed my time playing it. It's a great game. Um, Art of the Rally is coming, Dodgeball Academia, uh, Lumines Remastered, Curse of the Dead Gods, Starmancer. And don't forget, Microsoft Solitaire Collection Premium Edition is coming August 17th. I like how they highlight that one. Wait, that doesn't come on Windows anymore, does it? It does not. What in the heck? I feel ripped yeah. off. But um, to highlight Hades, though, Supergiant Games, like their studio, they have pumped out amazing games between Bastion, Transistor, Hades, the music's on yeah. point. But I haven't played Hades, so I can't speak to Hades. But 
I gotta go back and play Bastion again. Like I only got a couple hours into that too. Oh, I love Bastion. Yeah, same with Bastion. I, I finished Transistor, and I, the, the 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 story was a little too cryptic for me, and didn't really make a lot of sense. But after that, I, I kind of fell off of them and was like, yeah, if I, I catch it on the sale, I catch it on the sale. I I really liked the the look and the art that even through the game that kind of shined through it was a very artsy looking game mm -hmm. um and i thought the gameplay for transistor was uh pretty interesting i thought that was a different but cool take i enjoyed it the story yes it, it was pretty cryptic at the end but the music though that really saved it for me yeah i have not yet played transistor oh you need to we had this talk too a long time ago. The music can so do wonders for games. Oh, it can. It, it does for me. I'm one of those. I love music. It will. It will get me pumped up, or it'll make me sad real quick. Like in uh, *Near Automata*, I hear "End of the Unknown," and I want to just like start DDRing around. But then I hear "End of the World," and I'll start crying like a baby. <laughs> It's a, oh, I think about it, especially at the end of the game, and I still tear up. I'm like, oh, that was a marathon. Oh, um, but that's it for the news. On to what are we streaming, Curlin? Um, well, Wifey and I have kind of got hooked on this uh, series on Netflix called Manifest, and if you kind of like uh, X Files ish kind of. Uh, conspiracy type stuff then this would be this would be right up your alley uh, but, but basically the, the the premise is a plane leaves Jamaica in 2013 and then it it lands five years later and everybody's like what in the entire hell and then they find out that you know all of the passengers on the plane have some weird stuff going on so yeah it's pretty it's pretty good mm. I remember you speaking about that that before I've got it on my list yeah, yeah, because um, I saw the little preview, and um, while Wifey was out, I was like, oh, man, I got to start this. And then I was like, oh, man, I can't do this without her, because this is right up her alley, too. So I had to wait. <laughs> Logan? Um, I've dipped my toe into the Godzilla anime that uh, was recently released, recently released on Netflix, and I'm not a fan. I can understand why other people like it, but it is not for me. Uh, I've been having the flash on in the background when I've been working out, and that's been sort of fun because that's the... I, I, I loved the first few seasons of it, but then it got to be mundane. I, we've talked about this so many times. All their problems are based upon communication issues, and so it just got too repetitive. But um, I've also wanted to go back and revisit it because of what they did in Crisis, uh, Infinite Earth, Crisis for Infinite Earths. And so now I have to go back and rewatch like this. I have to rewatch Green Arrow, uh, Supergirl, because they all collide. And so, yeah, I'm putting the time in doing that. Um, and I actually just started today watching uh, Grey's Anatomy with my son. It's a little bit too adult for his age at 13, but eh, maybe it'll help me a doctor one day. Are you saying adult in terms of like the, the medical content or the side yeah. stuff? 
Well, both, right? So they've got some good relationship stuff that's going on there, but it's also, there's some pretty, um, uh, uh, what's I'm looking for? Open sex talk. And mm. we don't, we don't uh, shelter him from any of that, but, you know, I don't know. There is something that, uh, there was one episode that just came to mind and what was it? Anyways, had to do with someone did something to his penis and... <laughs> And so he's obviously immature, 13, and so he's just giggling his ass off. And I'm like, we don't need to be watching this together. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, like, you know, he goes off and tells his, oh, you got to watch this show. Like, this happened. And he's like, and they do this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Get it together, will you? Oh, no. My parents are pretty lax in terms of what, like, I watched. Their kind of role was... um if you start acting it out like in front of your friends or at school and whatnot and you start being really immature about the content then no more um but my parents were also the kind of people that let me read like interview out of vampire at 11 so they're they're pretty open with what what we did and watched as long as we were really mature about it that's that's so bang on so that's exactly why my son is not allowed on tiktok any longer like, you know, the minute he starts talking like that and act, I'm like, oh, hell no. We are not putting up with that kind of BS. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah. much different than like when I was younger because you only really had movies and whatnot. I'm sure the internet was there. Um, but at like the time that I'm thinking of, YouTube wasn't around. Um, so you didn't have that much exposure because you didn't have a cell phone. That's right. Yeah. Um. So we kind of only had those mediums. And now, it's definitely all over, but yeah. I, I definitely take that style of parenting, too. Yeah. Um, benign neglect. So that's where you let them do their own thing just enough. You just, yeah, I don't need to hear about I don't need to see about that until I see blood or hear uh, blood curdling screams. And then, then we'll come. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, because to a degree, like, you know, you got to let them, you got to give them space to do things and then catch them before they mess up. That's right. Well, they have to, they have to learn some hard lessons, but yes. just, I'd rather hard lessons that don't leave permanent scars. Yes, very much. Um, oh, and for me this week, um... I, I just kind of needed a comfort show. I'm not big into reality TV, but one reality show I really love is Hell's Kitchen. I really, and like Kitchen Nightmares. I really love Gordon Ramsay. And I kind of fell back into that this week and been trying to catch up on some of the newer seasons that I haven't watched in like years. So that's been a joy. Did you, did you see him on that uh, Hot Wings? YouTube show? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, my of God. Course. That's one of my favorite episodes. Oh, I love it. And just like, there, there's there's definitely two different sides to him because you watch his British shows, even his British Kitchen Nightmare shows, and sure, he'll get upset and angry, but it's nothing like what he does over here because the American market eats that anger up and like oh, all yeah. that cursing up. But, yeah. but like, I love like his British shows, his, um, his US shows. Like, he does a really good one behind bars about starting like a bakery um within a prison i thought that was really interesting that was really good nice. huh, interesting mm -hmm. um so yeah that's been kind of it for me anything else from you two 
Nah, that's pretty much been it for us. Yeah, that's that's it. Just another day of living with your house almost burning down. Yes, please. Let's not have that. <laughs> I, I really hope. I've been worried. I've been so worried. I saw those pictures you posted on Discord. I'm like, oh, I, I want to go on a vacation. Crazy. And the wild thing is, I'm trying to explain to my son. Like, he's 13, right? So I'm like, by the way, dude. This is your like once in a lifetime event that you'll be telling your kids about because this never happens ever. Like wild. And so last month we were sitting and we were watching off of our ravine and we could see the, the this is one of the other fires I was telling you guys about that was happening across the, across the way. And we thought that was wild enough. And now I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm pretty sure that we're going to be in for a bit of trouble by the end of the week because it's going to be dry. Uh, and it's go the temperatures are going back up to like hundred odd degrees oh, no. uh, by the end of the week. So, oh, I'm hoping for Hope more for rain best. for y'all. We finally got a little bit of rain here, but it's still pretty dry. I'm hoping it moves y'all's way. Yeah, I think we went 55 days without any precipitation. Oh. Before, two days ago, day and a half ago, 36 hours ago. That's scary. That's scary. And well, there is nothing least... in the forecast for two weeks. At least we're over the the summer hump, yeah. So we can start moving into fall. Hopefully, get some more rain. Yeah. So, gonna stay inside this week and play more video games, I guess. Heck yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Me, I'd have my car ready to go just in case. All I need is just to swoop up my cat and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta take some pictures for insurance purposes, document stuff, and mm -hmm. figure out. Uh, yeah. You know, I've I've always wondered what happens to these communities that burn to the ground. Do they just do they literally rebuild everything? It's just how like, long does it take them? It's just like here in the U.S. where you have hurricanes or flooding or tornadoes, um, you rebuild you rebuild and move on. Yeah, yes. I, I, that's not, really all you can do. Yeah, I'm not so much scared of a hurricane. And I, I feel like you would be like this curling, like, you know, if it's like a cat four plus, that's when you kind of start to worry. Um, yeah. Cat, cat four is when you're like, okay, I should start paying attention. But anything less than that, you're like, oh, we'll lose a few shingles. Um, but then you had like Katrina, like you just, you got to yeah. rebuild. Because there's really nowhere else. I wonder where you start. I'm going to have to Google the crap out of this. Like, you know, if you've, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That sucks. Well, we don't closely monitor Twitter anymore. If you want to talk about games or interact with us, join our Discord. You can find the AFK Podcast at the AFKpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Twitch stream, YouTube, and Discord. Join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussion. So from me, from Curlin, from Logan, we hope you have an awesome week. Hey, guess Please. who's back next week? Yes, and Jim will be back next week. Ah, I thought Jim's coming I, back. I thought I was off the hook this week, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been so much fun, and it's always great hanging out with you too. And it'll be nice wicked. to have Jim. Yeah, it'll be nice to have Jim back too. Old game. But awesome. that's thanks, peeps. Thank you all. Bye.